From the Florida Bar Studios in Tallahassee, this is Florida Bar News Briefs. I'm your host, Mark Gillian. When he was sworn in almost a year ago, President Gary Lester said he wanted the Florida Bar to have the best mentoring program in the country, and bar leaders have been working toward that goal since. Roanne Batar has an update. Mentorship is integral to any field, but especially to the development of newer lawyers. This is why the Florida Bar has created Council to Council, a unique mentorship program facilitated virtually through the MentorClick software. Zach Zurwest, one of the co-chairs of the Bar's Special Committee on Mentoring New Lawyers, says he researched state bar mentoring programs across the country and found that most use traditional matching techniques and analog materials. Instead, Council to Council uses an app to pair lawyers who share similar personalities, preferences, and practices with the goal of pairing people with those they can make a mentor relationship with, not just someone who does the same work as you, Zara West said. The curriculum consists of a nine-month program using four milestones and practical experiences. To qualify as a mentee in the Council to Council program, the lawyer must be in good standing, have less than three years of experience, and be working at a firm with three or fewer lawyers or be unemployed. To be a mentor for counsel to counsel, lawyers need to have more than five years of legal experience and be a member in good standing. To help those interested in participating, the bar created a landing page at floridabar.org mentoring that provides more information about the counsel to counsel program. At the start of another Atlantic hurricane season, Chief Judge Michael McHugh reports that the 20th Judicial Circuit is up and running normally, just eight months after Hurricane Ian's deadly landfall. Jim Ash has more. The night Ian struck, Judge McHugh was on top of the Lee County Courthouse watching Category 5 winds rip the roof off a nearby building and a massive storm surge sweep cars from the streets below. Ian was the third costliest weather event in U.S. history and the deadliest to strike Florida since the 1935 Labor Day hurricane. But Judge McHugh says the 20th Circuit rebounded quickly and is resolving cases at a normal pace in Charlotte, Collier, Glades, Lee, and Henry counties. He credits several factors. Court facilities were repaired quickly And a decade ago, the circuit adopted differentiated case management after being the epicenter of the foreclosure crisis. The circuit is using aggressive case management to deal with a flood of cases that were filed ahead of a major tort reform package that Governor Ron DeSantis signed in late March. McHugh estimates that coastal communities in Charlotte, Lee, and Collier averaged about 1,000 new cases per judge. Also, local lawyers maintained a high level of professionalism and pulled together, McHugh says. Much of the goodwill was a holdover from the pandemic. The nuts and bolts of divorce family law seminar has been a staple of Dade Legal Aid's Put Something Back pro bono program. Now in its 31st year, the annual CLE event took place May 24th to help recruit and train new attorneys for family law pro bono cases. Our Patrick Farguson tells us this year's event was a successful sellout. That's right, Mark. Each year, the seminar, which is put together in coordination with the Miami-Dade Bar Association's Family Courts Committee and Young Lawyers Section, draws between 75 and 85 attorneys. This year, a whopping 120 sold out the seminar, forcing registration to close early because the Lawson E. Thomas Courthouse Center couldn't hold them all. Dade Legal Aid's Executive Director Karen Lattice said the seminar has trained thousands of new family law pro bono attorneys over the years, but said, quote, we still get the most seasoned family law attorneys who 
who come to these seminars. They feel if they learn one new thing, it's a benefit. Lattice said attorneys find benefit in the seminar and whatever they can learn here, they can use for their clients in private practice. Lattice said that every speaker was better than the last, and more importantly, every attorney stayed until the end of the event. The Florida Supreme Court has approved proposed amendments that could one day pave the way for a shift to all electronic balloting in bar elections. Jim? The Board of Governors approved proposed amendments to bylaws 2-3.6 and 2-4.6 in December. They govern elections procedures for the Board of Governors and President-elect, respectively. Among other things, the changes would shorten the deadlines for submitting paper and electronic ballots from three weeks to two. A bar staff analysis states that the bar eventually would like to move to all-electronic balloting as a, quote, efficiency and cost-saving measure. Not having to mail paper ballots would save thousands of dollars, according to the analysis. Justices adopted the changes with only minor modifications. One of those included adding an April 7th date for certifying runoff elections. Governor Ron DeSantis has a few days to decide the fate of a bill that would make it a crime to threaten justices, judicial assistants, and court clerks with death or, quote, serious bodily injury. Jim? Yeah, the Senate sent HB 67 to DeSantis's desk two weeks ago. He has until June 7 to sign it, veto it, or let it become law without his signature. South Florida Democrat Michael Gottlieb, a criminal defense attorney, was the prime sponsor. Another South Florida Democrat and lawyer-lawmaker, Senator Tina Polsky, sponsored the companion. The bill would add justices, judicial assistants, court clerks, and court clerk personnel to a law that makes it a first-degree misdemeanor to threaten police, firefighters, and others. Another provision would make it a crime to harass a judge, justice, judicial assistant, or court clerk with the intent to, quote, intimidate or coerce. For more on these and other stories of interest to the profession, visit floridabar.org slash news. Florida Bar News Briefs is a production of the Journal and News Department. For Oan Batar, Jim Ash, Patrick Ferguson, and our producer Clay Shaw behind the glass, I'm Mark Killian. (laughs) 